Did you find your joke? I found a couple. I'm ready for it. All right. It's not really like you don't have to respond to it. It's just more like I'm going to say something funny and you're going to be like, I hate you. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I don't trust stairs. They're always up to something. <laughs> what do you call someone with no body and no nose? A nose body? Nobody no. knows. No. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. That's it. Oh uh, well, okay. No, I got I got one. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Why can't a nose be twelve inches long? Oh god. I d I don't know. <laughs> Cause then it would be a foot. Ah <laughs> uh, I am an upsetting. old man. Okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? <sighs> I'm good. I'm excited for this. I'm excited too. It's going to be the best episode 17 we'll ever have. Yes. It's going to be just peachy. Peachy keen. Jelly bean. How was your week? Um, It was good. Oh, it's Saturday. Um, Also. <laughs> oh, it's Saturday. <laughs> Side yep, note. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's negative 30 outside with the wind chill, so we have... Our heater going in our room so yep. if you hear that in the background i'm it's not sorry so, because so we don't die it's so cold in the northland it is minnesota it is so cold it's so cold outside um but my week was fine that's good i got to watch my little sister which was fun Aww. and came back to work yay and now i work tonight too yep Try so to get that cash Ooh. how was your week oh, it was good worked all week i feel like Friday came and I was like, oh. So yesterday I got home from work and I literally. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> I literally, I, I worked until four, got home, collapsed into bed. I had like a TikTok nap because I was like asleep kind of, but I was just scrolling through TikTok. You know, and you're like, oh. you just kind of passed out, not actually like doing anything. No. You're looking at me like I'm no. speaking another language. Well, okay. I just, I, I don't understand how you can be sleeping but well, also i can't on take naps i was like oh I so was, you're like resting deep resting deep rest. <laughs> <laughs> i had a deep rest and i just was scrolling on tiktok and then i like looked up from my phone and i was like oh it's dark out i should get up <gasps> take my work clothes off oh and my gosh then i are you wearing halloween pants with christmas socks yes i am what tree rex yeah wow. it's a little tree and he's okay. got little lights on him <laughs> yeah well i was you know i I was picking out my my sassy outfit for today, and I was like, well, it's freezing. I'm just going over to record, so I was like, well, these are comfy Halloween leggings. Yep. And I miss Halloween. I know, me too. Ugh. I really miss Halloween. Bad so we have to make Halloween this summer mm -hmm. by doing Halloween things. I feel like we should make Valentine's, like, oh. winter Halloween. Ooh. Like, dead love or something like that. I don't Ooh. know. Valentine's. I think we should do that. Yeah, like... Oh I just got body chills. Valentine's Day or something. Valentine's. Something. Vampire... What? Vampire <laughs> started with a V. Valentine starts with a V. I really shit the bed Vampire on that one. Vampire-tines Day? <laughs> Vampire-tines Day. Happy Vampire-tines Day. All right. Yeah. Well, that's trademark now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. It's nice to not be doing this at 12.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing it at 2.45 in the afternoon. It's nice that the, the sun is still up. Yeah. We're not, like, asleep. Yeah. 
I mean, that was fun. That was, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. But it's nice to not be doing it when the moon is out. Yeah. How, uh, <gasps> what are you talking about this week? Hey! Uh, oh, Lord. That was a big yawn. Sorry. Yeah. Need more coffee. I knew. Uh, yeah, I, I knew. <laughs> I do. So <laughs> I'm chugging the coffee right now, so I got it. Um, so I'm going to be talking about Robert the Doll today. Ooh. Um, I'm sorry. I don't it's know creepy. a lot about him. I, oh, so I'm excited for yeah, this. Yeah, it's going to be good. And if you're listening right now, you're like, who the heck is that? We'll get into it. You'll learn. Don't worry. Do you know what's cute? What? You say that every time. Huh? If you're wondering of who the heck is this, oh. and you say heck every time, it's really cute. <laughs> oh. So good. I, don't, I mean, obviously, like, I kind of swear like a sailor, but I tried to not be like, Whoa, right away. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck? Yeah. Try and keep it all, like, yeah. just people are teen at the beginning. Exactly. Yes. We want them to yep. think we're still little babies. I just don't want them to be swore. very disappointed, you know? Just, like, very disappointed. Just, like, slight disappointment is fine, but not, like, full-fledged, like, oh, my God. Do you remember when you first swore? Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I can remember... I don't know if it was the first time I ever swore, but it was a bad, like, I got in trouble. Did you? Yeah. I don't think I know the story. Please, oh, gosh. Please tell me and okay. everyone else. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, grew up on a farm, obviously, if you don't know that. I'm a farm um, girl. Yeehaw. So, we had <laughs> one of our, like, sheds outside, like, big, like, grain or whatever. They, we would, like, store some, like, other, like, summer toys. We'd store some, like, outside toys in mm-hmm. that thing. And so, I was... <laughs> I was I, I was young okay but also I like didn't swear I, I, I swore later in life so I was young but I wasn't like too young yeah yeah but also yeah okay anyways um Amanda and I were going to get this like thing that you'd have these little balls and you'd like put them down kind of like oh a little tube yeah yeah little, little tube, tube things, things. Yep. yeah yeah so we had one of those and I was like I need to find it don't know where it is and we found it yeah and then as I remember it <laughs> Which is clearly the only truth. That's the only truth. Yeah. Um, I remember Amanda helped me, like, get it down from, like, wherever it was. It was kind of, like, in a place that I couldn't, as a wee little child, get it by myself. So she Mm -hmm. helped me get it down. But then she didn't want to help me carry it up to the house. She just kind of was like, okay, got it down. Now you're good. You can do it. And I just remember I, like, oh, I was so angry with, like, a little power stance. And I was like, Amanda, get your over here and then i went and she was like i'm telling mom and i like (laughs) dropped to my knees and started sobbing and i was like i'm gonna be killed (laughs) just like my life flashed before my eyes and i was like i said the bad butt word oh yeah butt word yeah oh my gosh yeah that's hilarious yeah of all words too oh yeah Ass, ass is, is not even that bad. It's not even <laughs> that bad. <laughs> I dropped in my knee. <laughs> what are you thinking about when... Cleaning. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I was just like, no. And she just shot up to the house. And oh. I doubt I even got in that big what of trouble. Like, I probably wasn't even in trouble that bad. My mom yeah. was probably like, okay, don't say that. And then I was right. like, okay. <laughs> but um, oh, I remember... <laughs> we, Mother of God, please <laughs> take please. me back. <laughs> Uh, I remember when we were all so little, we didn't know, like, we'd probably heard the F word before. Have I, I've mm-hmm. told you this story. Did we talk about it in the podcast? I'm not sure. Did. Okay. I remember. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> Amanda and I, we, we, I don't know what movie we'd watched, but like there was, we didn't know what the F word was. We knew there was a word that started mm-hmm. with F that was a bad, bad word. Yeah. But we just didn't know which one it was. Okay. 
Oh, I think I think I do remember this. You literally story. like went to mom with like a not an actual PowerPoint presentation, but we like had a list and we're like, okay, so we don't want to get in trouble because we're not actually saying it. We just want to know what it is so we don't say it. Okay. And okay. after watching, um, there was like an old Navy commercial and it was like da 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 and looked freaking cute. We were like, okay. It could be frickin', mm-hmm. but they probably wouldn't show that on a clothing commercial on TV. Yeah. That was on the list. Okay. And then, <laughs> frigid? <laughs> we didn't know. We were little. I don't <laughs> We were like, I don't think it's this. And then we had another one, but, like, the actual effort was not on that list. And I remember we just came to mom and we were like, can you just tell us what it is? Because we don't know. <laughs> Just beside yourself. Yeah, I must know. I just need to know so I don't accidentally say it sometime and I'll go to hell. Did she tell you? Yeah, I think, yeah, she was like, oh, it's this. And we were like, oh, we've literally never heard that before. And she was like, yeah, okay, good. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That is hilarious. I'm sure your dad was like, he, 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 in the (laughs) background, like, hell. girls. That's funny. That is so funny. Yeah, it was the first time you swore. The first time I swore? Um, I don't know if it was the first time, but the first time we actually caught it on <laughs> camera um, for everyone to know. And when I was home at my dad's watching my little sister this last weekend, too, he brought it up. Oh. <laughs> and we were just laughing so hard. Oh, so, anyways, gosh. I was four years old. Do you, you know the story, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. My mom was a daycare, uh, daycare lady for mm-hmm. a few people. And um, one of our best friends... We grew up with um, two two kids. One girl was my age. The little boy was my brother's age. Mm-hmm. And um, we grew. they were next-door neighbors to us. So we grew up, played with them all the time. They were over at our house. Um, Lauren and I were dancing in the kitchen <laughs> to the beloved VeggieTales. Heck yeah. And um, we were bebopping around. And Will, Lucas, he was sitting in the middle of us, and we were like, circling him and bopping him on the head every time that this poor kid like if you see the video he's just like like the little when you jump twitches. on a mushroom at mario bros like, that's what his head looks doink, like doink. yeah oh my gosh and <clears throat> so we're just be bopping around and i think the song is like we don't say stupid or we don't say mm-hmm. shut up whatever but i looked at the camera and i dead ass stared stared the camera and the, the soul and i was like we don't say fuck do we mom <laughs> And then I just kept be bopping around. <laughs> dancing. We don't say that, do we? And she was like, nope. <laughs> no, we don't. And then when I got older, oh, when she so finally funny. told me that story or when, when we watched uh-huh. it or whatever, she was just like, I don't know how I couldn't stop laughing. Like, how I couldn't crack up laughing. It was yeah. the funniest thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, God. I remember, <laughs> this isn't really swearing, but I remember the first time I flicked someone off. Oh. I was in, I think, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in the middle of the seat, and my bus driver was kind of a creep. Hmm. And I think he kept <laughs> looking back at someone oh. or me. Yeah, he was just, like, not a great guy. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. And I took my finger like this, <laughs> and I went... <laughs> so, okay, so Maddie right now has, her, like, her elbow up in the air, fist down, as if you were going to punch someone. Like, yeah, like, punch the ground or, like, punch my leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like popped a finger so it's like imagine flicking something off but upside down that's that I just is sat in like i don't even rage. know like i was pissed off my fingers were in fists and or my hands were in fists and i just flicked them off on the floor 
then I was like, oh, God, that's that's really bad. You're like, oh, no, what have I done? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I, I remember... I'm like... <laughs> and like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember it was... We didn't... It wasn't neighbors, but it was, like, fa- like it was friends that we... You don't have... I was like, you don't have neighbors. Yeah, we do. We were well, up the road, like, a couple miles. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, I remember we were hanging out with um, these two girls, and... I don't know how we got into the topic of the conversation, but... They were like, do you know what the birdie is? Or like flipping a birdie or like flipping someone off. And we were oh. like, man and I were like, what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and do we know these people? Do I know these people? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. But I have other stories with them because like, okay. yeah, I had to get a tetanus shot because of them. Anyways. Oh, uh, <laughs> just casually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's fine. Anyways. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't, they don't listen. I hope they don't. Okay. Anyways, um, we were, like, hanging out in, like, the living room, and one of them was like, yeah, if you if you have your hands and you put your middle finger up, mm-hmm. that means you hate God and you'll go to hell. And oh. we were like, oh, no. <laughs> Side note, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but Allie grew up as a homeschooled, church-going little little baby girl. Yeah. That was... So, that was, her poor that was, anxiety. That was, that was stressful. I, I, I was like... I was like, what if I, what if it accidentally goes out? I was like, oh no. And what then, if it accidentally goes out? <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was wild. No, the other, okay, the reason why I had to get a tetanus shot because of them, we yeah, had hung out at their house and it was cold. It must have been like, it was either spring, like early spring or late fall. It was okay. not the time to swim, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like the water wasn't freezing yet. Okay. And you know, um, like if you... Like, if you're driving into someone's house, sometimes they'll have, like, little, like, cistern culvert things that, like, yep. little tubes underneath that go into ditches and stuff. Oh, God. We we, we decided to um, sneak up to their room, get some suits, change, and then put our other clothes, like, back, like, over it. Oh, my and God. And then we were on this, like, crazy, like, Mission Impossible thing. We're like, we're going to go sliding down this water slide. And I was, like, a it, child. I was winter? little. It was either late fall or early spring. It was cold out. It was oh fucking cold. Um, yeah, then we went swimming, and then they found out, and then we didn't play with them anymore. Because I, like, <laughs> could have died. I was very cold. My, like, little lips were blue, and they are like, Allie's cold. <laughs> did did your <clears throat> parents, like, apologize to your parents? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Thanks for giving my kid tetanus. <laughs> like... I, mean, I, I, I had to have a shot <clears throat> in my butt, and that wasn't fun. Oh, my God. Wow. Maybe, I don't, I don't know if it was tetanus. Or there must have been something else, too, because it was, like, I was very, very cold. I was little, but. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was, lived a wild life. You, know? <laughs> you really did. <laughs> I love hearing your stories. Oh, oops, sorry. That was a bunk, man. You <clears throat> should go home soon. Yeah. I miss that. Honestly. Okay. Shall we get into um, yes. the pattern before we yes. get so into the our, stories? Our horoscope for the day. Oh, first. Lord, I need to move oh, no. my foot. Okay. Oh, also, we didn't um, introduce ourselves when oh, we first started balls. off, so hi. If this is the first time you're listening to it, I'm Allison. I'm Maddie, 16 minutes in. <laughs> it's fine. They they know us. You, you'll figure it out. I hope so. Oh, excuse me. I hiccuped. Okay. Continue. You you can go first? No, I said you go first. Oh, I go first. Okay. Oh. Clementine Sky. That's me. In response to feeling depressed or anxious, you may give up close to your heart or succumb to the pressure of being more practical. Oh. Or 
You might feel responsible for helping everyone, almost as if it's your job to sacrifice your own needs. Mm. You want to live accordingly to your higher values, but you may have felt prevented from following these impulses. Your instinct is to help ease the suffering of others. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I gotta ease the suffering. (laughs) (coughs) You also have a desire to escape from mundane, ordinary reality into a more elevated place that you can lose yourself in. This could be a person, spiritual practice, or even a substance. But no matter what you do, or how giving you... How giving or loving you are, your expected pay, your expected payoff may not happen. Jesus Christ. You may feel, <laughs> you feel, you feel may blocked from entering such a state. You may feel blocked from entering. Um, hey, hey, pattern, that's a typo. <laughs> you feel may blocked from entering such a you state. You feel may. Okay, Yoda. <laughs> Um, at times it's very confusing because you don't seem to have a distinctive self. You're so flexible and adaptable that you get lost without even realizing it. Why is mine so long? Where are you? I'm on these ones. Go deeper. Oh, okay. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? I don't see that for you. There's like 12 million pages though. For the Mercury retrograde one? Go deeper? No, it's your pattern. Go deeper. Hold on. I might not have the updated version of it. <laughs> it's okay. Just read Just read what's on there. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So, M. Zimmerman. That's you. That's me. All right. You might feel torn between doing what you want or slowing down and collaborating with another. You may be unsure whether you should be a free agent or claimed by a partner. Like an FBI agent? Yeah. I'm assuming. I don't know. Bitchin'. Secret agent Maddie. Ooh. <laughs> what did you just do? It's a little like a little fucking dance a little, move. I like a that. Roll. Agent Maddie. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a. I just got goosebumps. I'm gonna make a name tag for my wallet. <laughs> Be like, bitch. Bam. Well, do you want to hear about your Mercury retrograde thing? If that's yeah. in is Mercury in retrograde right now? It is. That's of probably why you couldn't is. sleep. Holy shit, y'all! My planet. My planet. <laughs> My planet. Okay. What's Most up? people assume that the world works in a logical, linear, and somewhat predictable way, but that's not always the case. Expecting that in on expecting that on any given day everything will go according to plan actually helps perpetuate this illusion. Oh. During this time frame, these assumptions are severely compromised. The regular logical flow of events will appear to be disrupted. Oh. Oh. As a result, the world won't operate in the way you expect. Instead, what seemed objective becomes subjective. Ooh, left brain becomes right brain. What? The connections will be missed. What? Both with people and no. interestingly with technology and machines. No. Schedules, <gasps> rules, routines, what plans, the? messages, or emails. Anything requiring rational functioning or communication might not work as they usually do. Are you telling me that aliens are taking over the planet? Fucking hope And not. everything I've ever known is a lie? Because that's what I'm catching from Everything's this. just a glitch. I don't like this. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Well. Yeah. This could just kind of goes on forever. This goes until. Yeah, it goes okay. into a whole thing. Okay. Is Mercury in retrograde started January 29th until the 20th of February? <laughs> so this whole month. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> this whole month. We're just... I give up. <clears throat> I'm going to go back to bed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> I choose oh not to. Okay. Well, 
Let's get it. What are you going to talk about? I already, I already oh. gabbed on what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk, talk about, about um, um, James Dean's Porsche yes. called The Little Bastard. Yes. You should go first because I'm too excited. <laughs> it's okay. I, well, I went first last week and, I mean, glad that you ended it because it was a lot. But yeah. Mine doesn't end tragically, so. Okay. <clears throat> I'm, oops, I'm so excited about this, you guys. Um. Brad actually brought this up to me and he's like, hey, that'd be a really cool topic. And I was like, thank you, Brad. Holy shit, you're right. This is such a cool thing. <clears throat> All right, so let's talk about James Dean. Yes. Do you know who James Dean is? I do. Okay. Beautiful <clears throat> man. Oh, okay. Beautiful man. <laughs> like the Top male notch. Marilyn Monroe yeah. in his time frame. Okay, so he was a Hollywood legend <clears throat> and he tragically died in a car accident at the age of 24. <clears throat> so... I'm just going to preface this. Um, I watched a documentary on James Dean to get all this information. Um, there's a lot of... There's an oddly strange amount of G, um, James and Deans mm-hmm. in this... In his whole thing. <clears throat> so Okay. I'm going to... I might be saying <clears throat> names a lot, but mm-hmm. it's strictly because there's so many different Jameses and different Deans. Okay. It's just... Yeah, it's a whole thing. That sounds confusing. And I'm going to start by kind of talking about his life, how he got to Hollywood, mm-hmm. and then his accident, and then thereafter. Interesting. So. That's actually, I'm, I'm really excited because I have not, like, obviously I knew he was like a Hollywood legend, but mm-hmm. I don't think I know about his younger days. So tell me, tell me. Tell I'm excited. Me. Okay, here we go. Yep. So um, he was... Born February 8th, 1931, in Marion, Indiana. Oh, nice. His parents were Winton and Mildred Dean. It's almost his birthday. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine if we accidentally did this on his birthday? It's two days away, though. That's kind of crazy. That is wild. Wow. <clears throat> Anyways. Could be crazy. So, Winton was his father. Um, he quit farming to become a dental technician, and the family moved to Santa Monica, California, to ride out the Depression. Um, Mildred passed away, unfortunately, from uterine cancer when she was 29. So James, and they were like best friends. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so sad. Um, so James was sent back on the farm with his aunt and uncle. Mildred and James were, like I said, very close. He would write little wishes. Oh, this was so cute. He would write little wishes on paper and then stuff them under his pillow. And his mom would come in at night and like read them and then try to make them come true the next day. Oh. Right? Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so sad. Cry. So, um, back on the farm, he moved, you know, he moved back to Indiana with his aunt and uncle. Um, he passed the time with tinkering. He loved disassembling his bike and putting it back together over and over, like stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, he then became friends with a, with a minister named Reverend James D. Weird. D. Weird? D. Weird? Yeah, it's just the weird name. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the weird night. Um, he was the man who introduced James into bullfighting, theater, racing. Um, he took him to the Indy 500, where then he realized how much... Then James Dean realized mm-hmm. how much he loved cars. Mm-hmm. Um, rumors of sexual abuse are out there between them, but it's not proven. There's only one um, anecdotal evidence... Or there's really only anecdotal evidence where James told Elizabeth Taylor when they were doing a movie together mm-hmm. that... He did have a relationship as a youth with a minister, but he refused to name who mm. the minister was. So there's still debates going on about <clears throat> um, if that was true and about James's sexuality in general. Okay. 
because no one knew no one yeah. knew him that well the only person that knew him that well was his mom mm. he didn't really have friends so james graduated high school in 1949 and moved back with his father and his new stepmom um his goal was acting winton bought him because he graduated and he was going to college um at ucla he bought him a used 1939 chevy which became his new bicycle so he would oh. take it apart put it back yep. together um <clears throat> james dropped out of ucla to pursue acting full-time and his father was like what the heck like you're you're <laughs> what gonna the heck? just bought you a car now you're gonna <clears throat> you're gonna fall short the this Hollywood is boy. Yeah. yeah it's like not gonna work for you um but james dean started actually getting noticed really fast uh he was willing to put on a lot of different hats a lot of different personas to be noticed mm -hmm. um he worked as a parking lot attendant at the cbs studios and as a stock tester for the beat the clock game in the 50s and he was actually fired for beating on the clock too quickly um <clears throat> he eventually landed a tv gig in a pepsi commercial um by 1953 he was in the running of the or he was in the running for the lead of Caltrass in the adaptation of John Steinbeck's East of Eden, oh. which I love John Steinbeck, yeah. and I never knew that he had an, uh, like a movie about one of his books. Yeah. Um, Steinbeck hated James Dean, oh. <laughs> but he thought it, he was perfect for the role. Interesting. So okay. over the next two years, um, he recorded his movies Rebel Without a Cause and Classic Giant, which was with Elizabeth Taylor, mm -hmm. and he only lived to see the release of East of Eden. Um, fun fact, to get uh, to get over his nerves of working with a person like Elizabeth Taylor, <clears throat> he literally dropped his pants in front of the cast and crew and, like, <laughs> peed in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta <clears throat> I break mean, the ice. That's, it's a way to get it done, I guess. All right. So. Just pee everywhere. Yep. Um, can you imagine peeing in front that. of Elizabeth Taylor? She's on I, my wall. I could not admit. No. Yeah. Like, it's insane. I could not. Um, okay, so after East of Eden, he was pretty famous. Not long after, he began filling his garage with toys, such, mm. you know, like he first bought a 650cc Triumph Tiger, which is a motorcycle, and then followed it with a 1953 MGTD. And then he bought his um, 1955 Porsche 356 Super Speedster. Oh. Brad would be able to ramble these off like numbers, nothing. Yeah. And I'm just like, how do I, how do I read that? <laughs> so <clears throat> um, that's when he was bringing in pretty good money, substantial. Yep. Um, he hit the racetrack and put on about 1,000 miles on his speedster. Okay. Um, in the speedster, he put his high-speed skills to the test on Mulho... Mulho... Oh, my gosh. Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive. Oh. I tried to pronounce this so many times <laughs> when I was typing it, yeah, and then I can't do it now. Okay, Mulholland Drive, which has a reputation for being a pretty nasty road and has yeah. a um, nasty curve around Laurel Canyon. Um, so Dean was viewed by the car industry and the racer, you know, mm -hmm. industry as just an actor trying to become a racer. Mm -hmm. So they never really took him seriously, but he took racing very seriously. Um, because he could prove to himself that he was good. Like yeah. in acting, you have to, you have um, <clears throat> producers, directors, you have mm -hmm. people on the set that are telling you what to do and telling you if you're good or not. And he knew that he was really good at racing. Yep. And that's what he. Well, that's why he loved it. It was for himself, not yep. for people. The speedster helped Dean <clears throat> win um, in Palm Springs in March of 1954, and then again in April 
uh, at Bakersfield. He had his eyes set on the Memorial Day races in Santa Barbara, but unfortunately his engine failed during the race. He was still very intent on staying behind the wheel. He knew he had a long way to go to accomplish his goals, um, but he knew that he also needed something new, mm-hmm. like a new car. So that's where the 550 Spider comes in, which mm-hmm. is the Porsche, which, okay, if you're American, you say Porsche, but Brad just told me this a while ago. Because I was like, is it Porsche or Porsche? Mm-hmm. And he said it's kind of like Americans <clears throat> saying Audi instead of Audi. And I was like, shut your mouth. No one yeah. says Audi. Some people do. Audis are my favorite cars. And that's annoying to me that someone uh, would say Audi. Gotcha. Which I understand because Audi is odd, which is yeah. hearing related. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyways, um, so if you're in Germany, they say Porsche. <clears throat> Americans say Porsche. I've never heard Porsche. I've only heard Porsche. Yeah. So ask your dad. See what he says. Okay. Do you know uh-huh. what he says? Uh... He's not a fan of, like, he, yeah, likes, American he likes American He likes American cars. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm yeah. just going to say Porsche mm-hmm. in respect to the German okay. um, creators yeah. of the car. That's, like, what it was meant to be. Yep. <clears throat> so, yes, he had a 550 Porsche Spider. Um, he called that his first pure race car. Ernst Furman created the engine for this specific car, and this only... This is relevant. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have just, like, thrown this information in if it didn't really matter. Yep. Um... So the car was a mid-engine two-seater, went zero to 60 in seven seconds at the top Ooh. speed of 124. So it really, compared to nowadays... I mean, that sounds fast to me, but I don't like going fast. So. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> not... Like, it wasn't nothing. Well, it wasn't like a race car, but back yeah. then, it Yeah, was that huge. was a race car, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first 550 Spider was showcased at a car show in, in Paris um, in 1953. The car had a knack for bringing athletes out of the drivers. So it was like, if you drove that car, you knew that you wanted to become something. Yep. Um, James believed that it would do the same thing for him, and this car provided dynamic handling, lightweight, robust engine of its time, so it was everything that he was looking for in a fast car, in a car to have fun in. Mm-hmm. By the fall of 1955, Dean had completed filming um, the giant movie, and he was prohibited from racing by the studio, but it, oh. that didn't stop him at all. He ordered a Lotus Mark 9, but the car was severely delayed, so he looked for something else in the meantime. He had a connection with Von Neumann, um, so he was able to get one of the new Spiders. He traded in a Speedster for the Spider under the conditions. This is, okay, the first time where I was like, holy shit! Okay, that, yep. this, that was <clears throat> this part. Um, so, Allie was in my <laughs> uh, girl room researching, and I was yep. in my living room because I was watching a video, and I didn't want to disrupt her. Mm-hmm. And she's like... Or she could only hear me say, holy shit, what yeah. the hell? Just from the oh other room, gosh. it would just be like, oh gosh, oh yeah. my gosh. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <clears throat> so he traded in his speedster for the spider under the conditions set by Vaughn that he that Dean, James Dean, was to employ Rolf, uh, Rolf Wotherich to be his mechanic for all future races. Oh. So if you want to buy this car, you have to have this one person working on it the entire time. So I was like, oh my God, did he have something to do with the debt? You know what I mean? I was just like getting my, yeah. Um, Okay, so Dean's Spider was number 55 out of 90 made. So his, his, um, his make number Mm -hmm. on the car was a palindrome, which is kind of weird, which is 550055. Not that that matters. It was just kind of cool. But it's kind of creepy. It is kind of creepy because, like, palindromes are kind of weird. Yep. Anyways, um, 
On September 19, 1955, he finally purchased the Spider. He also bought a Ford Country Squire to tow this, which is like a station wagon, mm-hmm. um, to tow the Spider. He had a race coming up on October 1st and 2nd, through the 2nd, um, and he needed experience behind the wheel unless he wanted a repeat of what happened in Santa Barbara where he mm-hmm. lost, you know, yep. the engine t- took shit. So James Dean hired Dean Jeffries. See how many, like, weird... Oh, I know, yep, there's I'm so like, many... Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that it's, it's James Dean. It's not like they have... Just mm-hmm. I'll follow along. So Dean Jeffries was hired to paint the numbers on the car for the race, and his number was 130, mm-hmm. so he put it on the hood and the two doors. Um, and then he also asked him to paint the nickname that he gave the car on the back, on the trunk. Mm-hmm. And the nickname came from Jack Warner of Warner Brothers, who called James Dean a little bastard. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cute. I didn't know that. I didn't know the... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so <laughs> the... Last day that James was alive was September 30th, 1955. Dean and Wetherich, um, so James Dean and mm-hmm. Wetherich, was, uh, they were preparing for the car. They were preparing the car for the race um, on October 1st and 2nd. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, he logged like a thousand miles on the Speedster, but he didn't have the same luxury with this new Porsche because mm-hmm. he just didn't have it as long. Yeah. Um, so this race was huge. He, he knew that he had talent, but he didn't have any experience driving. So... To get to the race, at first they made a plan of Bill Hickman, who was a friend of James Dean, to take the, the country squire to haul the Porsche up, and then later to be joined by Sanford Roth, um, who, so Sanford Roth and James Dean met while he was filming Giant, mm-hmm. and he also was a photographer. Um, Dean kind of treated Sanford and his wife as his surrogate parents when he was oh, away. Yeah. Um, Wetherich believed that it would be a better idea. Wetherich, remember? Mm-hmm. The guy, the mechanic that was yep. supposed to be working on Okay. Um, he believed it would be a better idea for James Dean to drive himself because he didn't have much time in his new car. Mm-hmm. So he would get wheel time. Yep. So it was Bill and Sanford riding in the country squire. Yep. And then it was James Dean and Wetherich riding in the... Um, Spider. Okay. Are you following? Yes. Yeah, okay. no, I'm getting it. I'm just... Um, oh my gosh, I lost my place. Crazy. Okay. Um, 1 p.m., they had a late lunch at a at the Hollywood Ranch Market, and after that, they stopped at Casa de Petrol in, on Ventura Boulevard in Sherman Oaks, California. That's where the iconic photo of the little bastard and James Dean was taken. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll post that on our Instagram so you guys can see it. Yep. Um, then they went north on root, root, Route 99, <laughs> root 99. <laughs> towards Bakersfield. At around 3.30, Dean was pulled over by Highway Patrol on Wheeler Ridge. Dean was going 65 and 55. Mm. And uh, Bill Hickman also got a ticket for going 20 over the legal limit towing, for a car towing oh. a trailer. Oh so he got a pretty hefty fine, too. After the patrolman left, the idea sparked. No one knows who exactly came up with this idea, but it was proposed by James... Uh, James Dean himself. Mm-hmm. The idea was to cut through 166 or um, County Road 33 mm-hmm. to bypass downtown Bakersfield and come out at Blackwood's Blackwell's Corner on Route 46. This was that was Dean's last stop. Um, mm-hmm. He met two other drivers there, and they decided to meet for dinner in Paso Robles, California, a couple okay. hours later. Dean made the decision to be a speed demon on the way down there and. Um, make up for lost time as a driver. Mm-hmm. Since he got, like, stopped with the ticket and everything. And yep. That makes sense. It's like, oh, yep. I gotta go fast now. Yeah, I gotta figure out how to drive this car before mm-hmm. I get to the race to yep. drive the car fast. 
So, um, he happened to be not so lucky when a 1954 custom coupe driven by a college student at, as uh, named Donald Turnipseed moved to take take the left fork on Route, 40, Route 41. I'm so Minnesota. Oh, my gosh. Route 41. Uh, Dean's last words were reportedly, oh, he's got to see us. But it was 545. The sun was at the angle where no one can see when you're driving. Um, by the time that that donald saw the car it was too late turnip seed slammed on the brakes and james dean tried power steering out of it which is never a good idea yeah um there wasn't enough room or time so the cars collided little bastard was up flipping through the air crashing on its wheels dean had his left foot caught between the brake pedal and the clutch Weatherich was thrown from the car and landed in the ditch and i feel bad oh, for laughing no. but i was like holy shit <laughs> he was just launched just out of that car but just oh, wait he God. survived what (laughs) yeah how yeah so hickman and roth later joined them and roth Mm -hmm. stated that the car looked in quotes like a crumpled pack of cigarettes oh my gosh um the tragedy here was similar to princess diana and that authorities were so far away that any hope of him surviving was lost the nearest hospital is 28 miles away so um weatherich yeah survived with somehow being launched from a car (laughs) um must he, have a really cushy ditch. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He in the pictures it kind of looked like a field, so I don't know if there's oh, like okay. a bunch of hay or I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know. But he had fractures to his jaw and countless injuries to his torso and legs. Turnip seed had a broken nose and a busted up face, but James Dean suffered a broken neck, internal bleeding, and head trauma. So by the time that the ambulance got to the mm-hmm. hospital, he was pronounced dead at arrival at 24. So sad. So this is the ironic few ironic things that happened prior okay so um earlier in the video i didn't feel it was relevant so i didn't write it down but the guy had um mentioned like oh james dean and on obi-wan kenobi or anakin had similar lifestyles mm-hmm. where they had you know daddy issues grew mm-hmm. up on a farm dead mother okay, oh, okay. or obi-wan mm-hmm. um so that that plays into this so just remember yeah. that so star wars um yes <laughs> Dean had filmed a road safety PSA, which he was telling young drivers to slow down um, Mm -hmm. a couple weeks before, and he stated, the life you might save, or the life you save might be mine. And then... That's eerie. Alec Guinness, who plays Obi-Wan, warned Dean after seeing the little bastard in person for the first Mm -hmm. time on September 30th, which is literally... Um, or no, September 23rd. Okay, so just like a couple days Literally before. a week before oh this happened. Mm-hmm. He said, you'll be dead in a week if you get in that thing. I've heard that. I, I have happened. heard that. Oh, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? So, oh, um, James obviously laughed it off because yeah, he's like, that's like, not ah, true. Whatever. Yeah, the legend that came up Move after his death was that the little, little bastard was cursed. Mm-hmm. So, now I'm going to get into kind of like the theories on why it was cursed um, so the first rumors that came from the little bastard was from a custom car legend known as George Barris. He designed the Batmobile, Grace Lightning, um, Starsky and Hutch's Grand Torino. Oh man, it's like all those. Yeah. Dang. So he's, uh, regardless of yeah. all the shitty things he did in this situation, mm-hmm. he was a legend, a car legend. Yeah. So allegedly he purchased the wreck car for $2,500 in 1956. So today that would be around $22,605. He wanted to turn around for a profit, so he sold it to a surgeon named Dr. William Estrich and his friend Dr. Troy McHenry. 
Estridge needed a new motor for his Lotus Mark 8 and figured that the 4-cam motor used in the Little Bastard would work, but he couldn't have been more mm-hmm. wrong. Um, he struggled and suffered injury from the car locking up on him during a race, which he was never mm-hmm. known to struggle with cars before. Yeah. He was pretty a pretty good driver. Um, he spun out of control in the middle of a turn. However, Dr. Troy McHenry suffered even worse consequences when he was killed by losing control and smashing into a tree. McHenry borrowed the little bastard's transaxle to use in his own spider. Mm-hmm. Um, following the accident, there was a debate about what really happened, but ultimately it came down to driver handling, like steering mishaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but killing two people and severely injuring three others made the little bastard curse like pretty yeah, plausible. Yeah, more relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, Esrich never believed in the curse. He thought it was just bad luck. But little did he know the curse would grow and stories, more stories mm-hmm. would come of it. Um, Barris claimed that Dean came to him and asked advice about the exterior design. But remember, um, James Dean hired Dean Jeffries mm-hmm. to do that. Um, Barris apparently told Dean to add two red stripes um, to the car, but, this, but according to the Porsche dealer there was a guy named lee who said actually the stripes would have already been there um prior to when it was delivered to competition motors before james dean even bought it so that's not yeah that doesn't barris was there's no way that could have happened interesting so um also dean jeffries had actual paperwork of and proof of him doing all the paint job all the work Mm -hmm. and doing the paint job on the little bastard himself yeah um, according to Dean Jeffries, Barry's, 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 what, Barris, I wrote, I typed berries. I was like, what? <laughs> some fruit? Yeah. Barris <laughs> and Dean berries. were not friends at all, and Barris never once saw the car up until he purchased it after the wreck. Mm. So, Barris did have Hollywood connections, so he knew a lot about drama and what was in the news mm. and all this and that, you know. Tea. He claimed that when the car was parked in his garage after he took it home, it came to life and crashed into the wall. Oh. So that type of mythology helped Barris be able to spread the rumors so quickly. The majority of the body work was unsalvageable, so Barris decided to rebuild the car with the parts that he could save Mm -hmm. and framed the rest with sheet metal. Later on, he loaned the car out to tours um, regarding automotive safety to patrol officers in California. Yep. Um, and it was a huge hit. Everyone uh, clearly, like everyone, wanted to see oh, that yeah. car. Of course. Um, Twenty years later, in Barris's autobiography, he twisted the story even more. Um, according to his autobiography, he purchased the little bastards from Dean's family after the crash and had had it transported to his shop. Apparently, when it was being unloaded, it fell down and crushed one of the legs of a working mechanic. Ooh, I've heard that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the death of his friend Troy, he said another man was paralyzed after using the other transaxle from the little bastard. Later, at, er, later, he also stated that a fire at a car garage burned every car except little bastard, who, se- who was seemingly unharmed. Um, Barris claimed that even the passengers in the car were cursed. So, if you think about it, the Wutherich was the only passenger in that car. And... Like, when it crashed. Yeah. Um, however, even though he claimed to have... So, Weatherich claimed to have snapped in an argument with his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stabbed her 14 times with a kitchen knife. Oh. Yeah, so it was, like, 
It wasn't just a little snap. It was like, like oh, a, I'm sorry I yelled at you, honey. Like, yeah. No, I'm sorry I stabbed you 14 times. <clears throat> and then he oh um, also tried committing suicide himself after mm-hmm. that. He was severely depressed, had severe, yeah. had suffered alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both survived. So how can he be convicted of killing someone if he never actually killed her? Mm. There was like a weird, yeah, that was like a weird thing. That's um, odd. It's so hard to prove that not only the curse thing is real, but that the stabbing itself Mm-hmm. Happened happen. because he like in quotes snapped. I don't know. People think it's because Weird. of the car. Okay. So, though Barris or through Barris, um, the tale of the curse escalated with more stories in his autobiography. Mm-hmm. So these are just a few things that he had stated. Um, a truck transporting the car to Selenus, um, skidded, and Selenus is where that big race was around yep. October first and second. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently this big truck that was transporting the car skid all over and the driver was thrown from the car and crushed while the little bastard fell off the flatbed um two years later the car supposedly broke in half spreading all over the freeway nearly causing a fatality then the car was moved to an exhibit in sacramento breaking a teenager's hip when it fell from its display um another one is a thief ripped his arm to the bone by a jagged piece of metal while trying to steal the steering wheel from the car car's Um, like no 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 yep not gonna take me Uh, Another one is two tires from the spider that Barris sold to a New York car enthusiast blew out on the highway, causing the car to go into the ditch. A collector who salvaged a piece of metal from this car that same year lost his wife, his kids, his house, his job, and his health. And he died. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So he lost everything. He literally lost everything. Oh my gosh. Um... According to Portia, the claims are just outright falsehoods. The only story confirmed was the story of Dr. Troy and the injuries of Esrich. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just wrong because Barris never accredited his claims. Oh, he didn't have any evidence to back it up. Um, the truck driver's name that Barris claimed was George Barkus. Mm-hmm. And as, as, like, when someone dies, an obituary comes up, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There was no obituary once turned up... Um, with that exact name. Interesting. Um, very little about the curse is supported by straight facts. You can claim that Weatherich freak out was caused by the curse, but you can't actually prove it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, okay, so um, Weatherich suffered a drunk driving accident, mm-hmm. um, and he hurt his hip really bad. So, ap- like, six months after that accident, he tried um, getting a job at Competition Motors, um, but he was denied for being, in quotes, unruly. Mm-hmm. He then tried to be a freelance Porsche mechanic Porsche mechanic mm-hmm. in the late 1950s. Alcoholism and severe depression really unfolded in the late 50s. Um, in 1979, he returned to work for a Honda dealer back in Germany. Okay. Um, and in July of 1981, he suffered another drunk driving accident and drove into a home in the town of Kopfversel. Um, Kopfversel. That's a mm-hmm. German name. Or a German town. Um, his long-lasting guilt brings speculation that it was actually Wutherich driving the little bastard that day, not James Dean at all. Oh. So, but considering the driver's side took the brunt of the impact in the crash, Wutherich would have been killed immediately. Yeah. And not James Dean. Mm-hmm. However, um, on the more creepy side of uh-huh. things, the the guy who they collided with, Donald Turnipseed, um, died that same year that. Weather, uh, Weatherich did mm-hmm. in 1981 and he died of cancer and refused to ever since the accident he wouldn't talk about it 
He refused to talk about the crash outside of the, the deposition. He stood by his claim of the sun being on the horizon mixed with the color of Dean's car and made it very difficult to see who was coming. Creepy. Right? I don't... Mm, this whole it's... curse situation is such a big... Or has such a big controversial mm-hmm. aspect um, attached to it that it's like as popular as people believing that Lee Harvey Oswald yeah. wouldn't have acted alone in the JFK mm-hmm. murder. Um, so what happened to the little bastard at all right like um barris claims that the car vanished in the 60s while being transported from florida to california he contradicted himself however in a 2011 interview claiming it was lost in new york Mm. barris hired a private investigator at the uh, um with the name of jj arms to get to the bottom of the case fun fact jj arms lost both of his hands at age 11 while rubbing two torpedo sticks together (laughs) and they completely mutilated his hands (laughs) Him and his, his 18 last year old name friend. Is arms. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh no. Him and his like, eight- that's not funny, but oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Him and his 18 year old friend broke into a train uh, train car yeah. and found torpedo sticks and were like, kaboom. Yep. Oh my gosh. Um, after extensive Ooh. investigation of the car's whereabouts, Arms decided that the car must have been stolen in Florida rather upon the arrival in California. And there are no, there was no evidence showing that the car was ever loaded onto a trailer or a train mm. car at all. Um, the car never turned up in Florida. The most famous stunt of someone trying to find the real car was from an auto museum in Illinois. They offered $1 million to anyone who could bring the real life little bastard mm-hmm. to them. Um, even though now the car would be roughly more than ten million worth. Yeah. Um or worth more than ten million, no one said anything or came up until the sixtieth anniversary anniversary of James Dean's death. September thirtieth, twenty fifteen, a man came forward claiming to know where the car has been stored. He said he was six years old in the sixties um, and he remembered seeing his father and his father's friends storing the car behind a false wall somewhere in Whatcom County, Washington. Um, the man refused to reveal the location of the car until he got half of the offered money, so $500,000. Oh, my goodness. Um, he did take a polygraph test. He passed. And he described things about the car that only someone who would have seen it in person would know. Oh. So that was, you know, the strongest Maybe. lead. Yeah. He was the most credible lead they had yeah, in two like, generations. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. It's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yep. The man had no claim on the building or the car. Um, that or So he didn't have a claim on the building the car was supposedly stored in, mm-hmm. nor the car itself, which is sticky because Barris also never had any claims on the car. Mm-hmm. There was no paperwork of purchase, uh, purchase yep. or ownership whatsoever. So less than two months after the man came forward, Barris passed away in his sleep at age 89, November 5th, 2015. Um, the auto, going forward after that, the Auto Museum didn't come to any agreements with the mystery leader, so this case is still unsolved. Um, so weird. No one knows where the car is or what's going on with it. So now we not only that. think about who James Dean was as a person, but people also think about like who he could have been. Yeah. Because 24 is so young. He had such a huge impression oh on Hollywood. Gosh, yeah. So sad. That's crazy. I... That's oh. the story of the little bastard. Oh my goodness, that is so wild. I, I, I'd heard of like I, I knew bits and pieces of it. Just I'd heard about it here, or there, but oh, that's just that's creepy. I know. It kind of makes you think. Like when I first read it, I was like, oh my god, did Wetherich like do something to the car mm-hmm. that made it? You know, I don't know. I just think it's very 
odd that Turnip Seed and Mother Rich never spoke about it. Yeah. And authorities were 28 miles away. So they had time to come up with a plan. Yep. Had they needed, you know. Exactly. And yeah. the other two um, showed up a little bit after the, the accident. Mm-hmm. So maybe they, like. If they all kind of came to the realization of something, they're like, okay, this is what we have to do. This well, is I'm wondering if the first the two, story. before the other two came. Yeah. If they had to, like, come up with a story before yeah. even, you know, Ford and, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, it's a very sad story. Very handsome man. Very talented. I, oh gosh. But think of, like, Princess Diana. For sure. There's so many theories about her. Oh, she was definitely a murderer. But, like, just by think who? of. By who, by who, yeah. No, exactly. Right, yeah. like, and they were so young and, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, even thinking about, like, going into, like, like the 27 Club. Mm-hmm. That's a whole. We yeah. could do. Like, we should do an episode on that. We definitely should. I don't know. The one thing that's really creepy about the Twenty Seven Club, I I thought James Dean was twenty seven, but I guess he he what didn't he's twenty four. Yeah, mm-hmm. twenty four. I thought I thought when you were talking about what his age, I was like, did he die when he was twenty seven? And then I was like, oh my gosh, did he have a white lighter on, in his person or something? Yeah. Um. They all had a white lighter on him. That's why white lighters are bad luck. Oh my god! Not. I have one, and I didn't know that that was a thing. And Ryan and Zach were like, "That's that's bad luck," or maybe it was a brown lighter. I don't know. It's a certain type of lighter, either brown or white. I can't remember. Um, does like, I have a lighter that I have that lighter. Is this considered a white lighter? No. Oh thank god. <laughs> oh thank god. Well, it's like the background is white, but it's like gold and no, it's, it's like, like a crystal. solid like. Oh my god. I'm gonna look that up. It's either that's it's either white lighter or I think it, yeah, I think it's white lighter. Yeah. Um, um, so, you know how, uh, like, Richie Valens, Buddy Holly. It is white lighter, yes, okay. Patsy Cline, mm-hmm. um, it was a white it's lighter? It's a white lighter, I, yeah. It's terrifying. Um, okay, so, um, before I wrote all my notes, I wrote down that, uh, James Dean only released three films, one of which was when he was still alive, mm-hmm. and two when he was passed away, um, but his tragic accident is similar to patsy klein richie valens buddy holly princess diana in that he died very young very tragically and it was preventable Mm. so that's so sad i know it makes me really sad i just hope like but i mean he gets to be with his mom yeah so i guess maybe that's good for him Mm -hmm. but like god it's just so sad all right okay well well (laughs) so uh we recorded my whole section on RTD, Robert the Doll, and we went to upload it. My whole half vanished. Literally vanished. Like, literally, it was saved, it was ready to go. We were about to whoop, upload it, and just gone. Gone. We have no idea where it went. Yeah. So we're terrified, um, and we are not going to redo it because. We want to take that as a sign that we should not be talking about something that creepy. So, or not be telling his stories with like our own words. Exactly. Not to. But we have prior knowledge of knowing that when you talk about this certain Mm -hmm. subject, things can happen to people. Yeah. So. So we're not going to push any further. We're just going to leave it as it is, and respect him from afar. Exactly. And. And that's. That's going to be the end of this episode. We'll have another one out. We'll post another one, too, today. Yep. We'll talk about something else. We'll do but something a little lighter. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah. So we had. This thanks, was y'all. Like it was gonna be like an hour two and a half. Hours. Oh yeah, yeah it was gonna but be, it was it was great. We we're like, oh, minute or an hour and thirty, but it's fine, right? Yeah. Yep. So sorry, <laughs> Robert. We are respectful of you. Yeah. We're sorry if Don't. anything happened yeah. that you didn't like. Yep. So in that mm. on on and that that's note, all, folks. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on so many things. Where can you find us, Allie? On let our Instagram. Me, yeah, it's not a face pod. You can find us on our website. It's not a www. It's not a face mom podcast.com. TikTok is not a face mom podcast. Facebook, it's not a face mom podcast. Patreon, it's not a face mom. And we're available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Castbox. Yeet. Woo. So, follow us and tell all your friends and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, preferably please, five stars. Please rate and review. It really does help. Um, I mean, you probably heard that on a lot of other people's things, but like it really, really does. The algorithm. So, yeah. If you just click those little buttons, if you think we're kind of cool, then yeah, makes a difference. Helps out. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we love you all. Thanks Stay for supporting safe. us. And yeah. stay spooky. But not too spooky. Okay. Bye. Bye.